Blog Talk Radio. Okay, our audio is not working there. Um, folks, uh, welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. And I do apologize, we are having some audio issues here. Um, but we're going to be talking about sanctuary cities. And by the way, the show is sponsored by the 501c3 nonprofit, studentsforabetterfuture.com. So if you guys can go ahead and make a donation, there it is. There it is, guys. Once again, welcome back, everybody. Again, sorry about that. There are some audio issues going on here. But Ruben, how are you doing this yeah. week? I'm doing well. Sanctuary Cities and Healthcare. That's right. Sanctuary City and Healthcare have taken most um, of the uh, attention this week. Yes, I'm going to be bringing on Mark Falzon, the um, New Jersey State Tea Party Director, in just a second. Um, I want to tell you about all of the sanctuary cities. All of the cities in New Jersey have become sanctuary this month. Um, Bloomfield, Camden, East Orange, Freehold, Maplewood, Middlesex, Heightstown, Hopewell Borough, Jersey City, Leona, Newark, North Bergen, Ocean, uh, Ocean County, Plainfield, South Orange, Trenton, Union City, and West New York. Is that all? <laughs> Did I get them all, Ruben? You got them all. That's, oh, my uh, goodness. Uh, and that's... Uh, uh, this is un- unbelievable. Oh, yeah. uh, I do have our guest on the um, line. Hold on one second. Let's see if we can tune in. We are having some audio issues, so bear with us. Uh, Mark, is that you? Yes, it's me. Oh, did you hear Mark. what I said about the sanctuary cities, Mark? Yes, I did. Yes, and I wanted to say hello to Comrade Ruben Torres. <laughs> How are you, comrade? Uh, okay, listen, listen is, is Ruben going to be inviting any of his uh, uh, Marxist mercenaries on the show today? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I, leave that, I, I leave that up to you, Mark. <laughs> I don't know Here anything. You go. <laughs> Mark, well, my dear, you're in New Jersey with me. I know. What say yeah. you on all this sanctuary stuff? Well, I was, uh, we had a pro-Trump rally earlier in the month, and we followed it up with uh, the neighboring town. I'm in Middletown Township. Our neighboring town, Red Bank, was having a government meeting on whether to officially make Red Bank a sanctuary city. So we went down to contest it. We were heavily outnumbered. Uh, as a matter by, of fact, by who? By which groups? By um, predominantly Mexicans, and I know they had to be Mexicans because they were waving Mexican flags, which is something you know. I, I, that's funny. I don't recall seeing any videos of Americans waving American flags in Mexico City or Juarez or some some other uh, Mexican right. government citizen hellhole. You know, I don't see that going on. That really disturbs me. Because, wait a second, you're in this country. You're a guest in this country, possibly illegally, and you're going to be waving the flag of some other country? Get the hell out of here. Anyway, I was down there because there were about 10 of us protesting and chanting. And uh, we had two bodyguards. I was on the left side of the group, and we had Daryl Brooks with us, you know, the big guy from Trenton, uh, and he was mm-hmm. there. And uh, they, they, thankfully and happily, there was no violence, uh, nothing of any sort. Uh, there was some give and take, um, you know, between the pro 
amnesty citizens making their presence and opinions known at the town hall. Um, and I was hearing the usual garbage from people. Uh, you know, I'll tell them I'll get the hell out of here. You know, well, you know, some guy was telling me, who's going to mow your lawns and this and that? I was like, get the hell out of here. I've been mowing my lawn for 30 freaking years, Charlie. So you're talking to the wrong guy, okay? You know, I don't want to hear that. You know, and who's going to do this in your house and that in your house? I was like, excuse me, we don't have maids in my house, okay? So tell your story walking. Anyway, um, well, well, that, that, I, that's how you, that I, ended up. I'll tell you, I, I, I followed the, um, the rally in, in New Jersey, uh, which was peaceful, but the one in Huntington Beach, California, was not. Oh, yeah, I saw that, and good for us, the Trump guys. Did you see the, the nice shots they were giving to the guy's head? I was loving oh, it. Oh, yeah. I was loving it. Come on now, because the pro-Trump people have been assaulted. Not only have they been assaulted violently, but the, the traitorous pig law enforcement people and I'm, excuse me, I'm not insulting the law enforcement people. I'm insulting the elected officials that tell the police to do nothing while our people are getting beat up. So, you know, I go to these Trump rallies, and I have to tell you, I got a chip on my shoulder. I'm waiting for something to break out. I, you, you know, go ahead and do it because I'm itching for it. I'm, I'm itching for payback. I, I'll tell you. And uh, Mark. All of our cities in New Jersey, I want to ask you, um, are the ones that are sanctuary, they're all run by Democrat mayors, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Ruben, do you know of any exceptions? No. The the majority, I mean, practically in New Jersey, all of them are run by Democrats. You're right, right. Now, yesterday I saw on TV, you know, they're having a conference, Mayor Del Blasio, you know, in, of New York City, I call him Bill Watts's name because Del Blasio now is his third last name. I have to inform our listeners. His first you know, yeah, it was German. Wilhelm. It was Wilhelm. Yeah, yeah. It was like Schickelgruber was his last name, something like that. And then he changed it to Blasio, and then De Blasio. So I still question why someone has to change their name three times. To me, that's a major character flaw. You damaged goods. Get the hell out of here. Send him down to the basement to shovel the back guano because that's about all he could be good for because he is a big oaf. But anyway, uh, enough of Bill Watts' name, Schickle Gruber. Um, they had a conference yesterday. I believe it's still going on at Sanctuary Cities. And one of the organizers I saw on TV yesterday spouting this usual garbage and lies. And I'll tell you, do you guys go on Twitter? Yes. You go on Twitter? I do, yes. Yeah, I go on Twitter, and and I follow all the uh, nasties. Now, the nasties to me would be Pelosi, Waters, Sanders, this new guy Schiff, this sleazy, sleazy thing named Schiff, um, and the lies, the demagoguery, the fear-mongering is of galactic proportions. It's ridiculous. Where if I'm on Twitter about 30 minutes, about 30 minutes in, I I can't tolerate it, and I launch into the vulgarities. You know, I try and be civil, I try and be professional, but I listen to this cock and BS that I I, I just lose it, and I just you know f you, your mother, your children, does this, you lying, da 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 da. I just start going bananas. I I can't tolerate it. You know, I'm kind of a straight, honest guy. You know, am I perfect? No. The last perfect man died 2,000 years ago, but, uh, uh, and it wasn't Allah, by the way, uh, or Muhammad, or <laughs> whatever that pedophile's name is. Anyway, it's, you know, I was talking about Jesus. Um, it, it's just mind-blowing. So anyway, with the Sanctuary City, yes, they're, they're Democrats. I saw the guy on television spouting this like this bullshit, like uh, sanctuary cities have better economies than non-sanctuary cities. Illegal immigrants contribute to society financially. They don't detract from it. What a load of crap. I mean, yeah. we're in New Jersey. That's, 
story. You see this, Ruben? I don't know if they do this in Texas, but yeah. over here in Jersey, all the Mexicans shape up at uh, known points like the Red Bank train station or the Belmar train station. And these guys are, are working, you know, and I don't begrudge the guys because I'm sure they're working hard. I'm sure they're getting mobile, but they're not paying taxes. So, And then right. I live across yeah. the street from a WIC center, women, infant, children. All I see is women and children, women and children, predominantly uh, Latins in, in this area, going into the women and infant and children center. Now, they have children, so obviously there had to be a male at some point in their lives. Um, I believe these people are going here. They're collecting benefits. You know, <laughs> I'm all alone with my children. <laughs> and the husband's out working, not paying taxes. They're collecting benefits. What the hell is going on here? And then to top it all off, the, the party in opposition, the Republicans, are good for absolutely nothing. I mean, let's segue into this health care thing. This BS that went on with this health care bill, you know, I, you could give me 50 lashes, and I still would not change my opinion that this bill was crafted to fail, that these D.C. GOP, I'll use the good well, word, prostitutes, don't like Donald Trump, love big government, they love the Democrats more than they love the patriotic Republicans. There's no doubt about they're that. The rhinos. Well, no, the worst well, the rhinos. The worst the rhinos. Go ahead, Ruben. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, as we, as I said in, in last week's show that we had, um, we had a guest, uh, Dr. Sabrine Murray. Oh I yeah, said, yeah. And, uh, I, I've been I on said, the air with him. Yeah, I said that the health care plan was going to fail because they, they their intention was never to repeal. I have never I had never believed and I'm not saying Donald Trump, I'm not I'm just saying I I, I never believed Ryan, I've never believed the rhinos in, in Congress that they were that had they had the guts to repeal it. So to me it was not a surprise that it went down. Oh yeah well they it don't have any all, guts. It ain't a surprise to me either. I've been saying it all along. They have guts. They have guts. Look how they... Wait, all I got to tell you. No, they have guts. Because look how they fought Donald Trump. Look at how Romney and Bush and all of them went public slamming him just like some sleazeball. I mean, I didn't know if I was listening to Adam Schiff sleazy or if I was listening to Mitt Romney. The way they fought... The way they fought Trump proved to me they they know how to fight. They don't want to fight. They're telling you they agree more with the Democrats than they do with patriotic Republicans. That's the issue. Are you on the line? They're liberals. Yeah, I'm on the line. They're liberals. I said this all along. They're going to do this. They're they're not going to block Trump along the road all the way until 2018. That's a fact. We got to get these people out of these offices. Well, the well, good Mark, thing is, there's, yeah. There's many of them in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, well, we lost <laughs> Scott Garrett. We lost Scott Garrett. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I'm not too happy with any yeah, of our Yeah, but Jersey I'm not so sure even Governor, Christi, even Governor Christie is like that. Governor yeah. Christie, uh, l- l- let me tell you what goes on in New Jersey. I live in a very Republican township. It's a Republican Gibraltar over here in Middletown. They had a hearing a few years ago because we have a large mosque in Middletown, and they wanted to expand it, and they had to go through a public hearing. And the board, uh, I don't know if it was a zoning board or a planning board, were absolutely Mm -hmm. pro-Muslim. Anyone who got up, first of all, I was able to get up to speak because I only had on normal clothing. Uh, maybe about uh, three dozen Tea Party people showed up to this hearing, this this public hearing mm-hmm. on expanding the mosque. Um, I, you know, I, I'm learning how these hearings work, so I quickly jumped up to get on the line to speak. I had on normal clothing. People who had on Tea Party shirts and everything, they made them get off the line and wouldn't even let them talk. And then when when they came for my turn to talk, and 
I'm sure your viewers know me and are familiar with me and know I, you know, I, I went off on them. And I, I started to get into arguments with the men, with the GOP men on the planning board. And they started talking condescendingly and arrogant, and I let them have it. Like, excuse me, who do you think you're talking to? This is a public hearing. Uh, you know, do you, have you made your decision ahead of time? Is, is, is that why you're being so partial to the pro-Muslim people? But here's my point, and my point isn't about the meeting. You mentioned Christie. Obviously, mm-hmm. this, and I, I, I don't understand it, this, this Muslim ass-kissing, I'll call it, and I continue to use the word Muslim because up until I think the 21st century, they were always Muslim. Now, the new word became Muslim. But I read thousands of books where the word is Muslim. Anyway, all these Republican people were so pro-mosque, it, it was evident. They, they couldn't even conceal it. I don't even know if they cared to conceal it. Point being... All this comes dribbles down from the top. Now, you do know also, Christie appointed a couple of county Muslim attorney generals. You do know that up there in North Jersey. Thanks for telling me. Yes, I suspected yeah, you do. it. Okay. Really? So, so that's Christie. And, and the only thing I think, I, I believe, because in... In the 70s, because of my business experience and interacting literally with these super wealthy Arab folks, I firmly believe that both Democrats and Republicans are paid off at the highest level. Oh, sure. They're all paid off. So, therefore, since they're at the top, they set the beat. They set the tone. They're, They're writing the music. And their music is, we love Muslims. And yeah. so Christie is just part of that. He's, you know, part well, of Christie's part of that because they're what they're doing, they they're they're stealing all the money and the country's going bankrupt. So what is the best thing to do? Start a war uh, depopulize or start a war right in your homeland. And this is what this is all about been about for me for hundreds of years. All these, these wars guys are popular. Just paid off. They don't give a good goddamn about anything else. They got no, their money. Let, let the Muslims come in. Let the terrorists be intermingled in with the refugees. You know, for every hundred refugees, how many are just bloodthirsty jihadist maniacs? You know, there is one thing I want to say. You, everyone recalls the terrorist attack in Paris last year. What wasn't disseminated? What wasn't made public? Like this, this siege went on for like four, five, six hours. That after after the initial attack, and everyone who could run ran. There were people left behind on the first floor, either wounded or they hid, or they thought they could hide. What went on in Paris? They took anyone who was alive up to the second floor and butchered them while they were alive. They, they had people with gunshot wounds that were laying on the floor wounded, and that hurts. They were cutting off their arms and legs while they were oh, alive. They were different. One American was so butchered that when his family went to claim the body, they could only show the body from the head up, and that was after they took his private parts out of his mouth that the jihadists cut off and put in his mouth as they were disemboweling him, by the way, and cutting off his limbs while he's alive. Does the audience, do you understand the pain, the horror inflicted on this poor young man, who obviously was uh, you know, in Paris pursuing his education, not bothering anyone, was he, who knows if he's a Democrat or, or a Republican? See, this is the thing that, that, that upsets me. The, it, well, the press censorship. Yeah, but Mark, Mark, hold on, Mark. Do you remember the terrorist attack in West Orange here? Yeah, the one started off, yeah, it started in West Orange, and he went to another state or two before they got him. Brendan, yeah, you guys remember Brendan Tevlin? is a white kid about age 20, I think. He was coming home from college. And it was in the summertime, and um, he was stopped at a stoplight in, in the nighttime. And just as he was stopped at the stoplight, uh, Ali came up and shot him. 
mm-hmm. car window, and the glass and mm-hmm. everything was splattered, and the kids' brains were splattered all over the place. And yeah, all and the then he went and killed some other people. It's dangerous to be yeah, in the street uh, at the night Sali because they can sneak up on you. Others. Yeah. You see, this yeah. is the thing that drives me crazy is, guess what? These jihadists don't ask, are you a Democrat? Are, are you a Republican? Are you a liberal? No. Are you a gay partner? They just slice you up. Your white, right. your Western, done deal. Your life is going to end in a torrent of pain and horror, whether you're a Democrat or not. So these people, are, people have to understand that. Yeah, these people uh, in Europe don't yeah. have no guns. Let, these people let, in Europe don't have no talk. guns. So when they start shooting them, they might as well rush the shooter because if they keep running away, he's just going to keep running at them shooting. So when they start shooting at a crowd of people. The people might as well just rush him because if they don't rush him, he's even going to kill more. Right. These yeah, people but, are know, Yeah, but we're, we're, especially in these club environments, we're talking about the snowflakes. Yeah, they're going to rush him, all right? The only way they'd rush him if they if the door was behind them. Right. They come in from the back and they're facing them and there's nobody behind them. Yeah, but right. uh, I don't know. You know what? I, I've I've seen shootings, and that's awful tough to rush a shooter when bullets are flying. Well, yeah, I understand that, your point, tough. but these, these clubs have got to have security outside the buildings, so if they see them going in, somebody can come in from the behind on them. They're gonna, well, people I, are gonna I, have I don't to know about down in these other areas, but it, in the clubs that I used to go to in New York City, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, there's always some pretty husky bounces around, but they're, yep. they're unarmed. They're unarmed. Yeah. Uh, so, let you me, know. Let, Go ahead. Let, we got to start on. Let, let me just add to what Mark was saying First, in regards to politicians getting paid off. In Europe, it's a well-known fact that the people that, that are setting the policy for countries, because it, that's what the European Union does. They set the policies for the 28 countries that are part of the European Union. It's a well-known fact that a lot of those politicians are getting paid by Middle Eastern countries to increase and and, and, and really, really, really put as many uh, Muslims in Europe. Do you know why that is? Do you know why that is, Ruben? Do you know why that is? I I don't think they have any interest in invading Europe or taking over Europe. They're just trying to get these people out of their kingdoms, out of their nations, because they're they're social anvils, you know, financially, uh, and they and they don't want people, you know, like refugee camps of hundreds of thousands of people that that are going to force the violence. They don't want them in their countries. Their attitude is get them the hell out of here. Here we'll pay you. The leaders. It's screw your citizens. The leaders of the European countries are saying screw their citizens. Although I have to tell you, I am really starting to have a lot of respect for these Eastern Europe, these small Eastern European nations, because they're standing up and saying what has to be says, said. They're putting up fences. They're blocking immigration. And uh, it's only in Eastern Europe I see this. You know, like uh, the Czech Republic, Montenegro, around there. Well, hungry, hungry, hungry. Uh, yeah, hungry also. But, but, but I have to disagree with you on that, Mark, because the fact is that there is there's a long goal, long-term goal of the Arab countries to basically do the same thing that is being done here in the U.S., an invasion of individuals to basically change the demographics of the countries. That's, that's, that, that's well, well planned. I'm sure there are some guys that are interested in that, but I think the very guys at the top, their attitude is just get the riffraff the hell out of here. Send them to Europe, send them to the United States, just get them out of here. And and, and, you know, one thing that shocks me, one of these, I've been to several Trump rallies the past few months. Uh, I was interviewed by Finnish TV on one of them. Uh, I, I never got to see the interview, but I actually chastised him. I asked him, "Wait a second, you're Finnish, you're Scandinavian. 
I asked him, what the hell is wrong with your men up there? Why are your men permitting your women folks to be rousted and uh, accosted by these men? I asked him, where's that Viking mentality? What happened to you guys? I'm telling you, there were three of them in the crew. Their jaws dropped. They had no answer. There was silence on the camera after I asked the question that I uh, I, I followed up with, well, what happened? Well, Hello, you're going to answer me? Hello. Uh, they well, lost their balls. They lost their balls. Well, well you know, you know my, one of my sons went to school in Europe for a year. He came back. He told me, oh, my God, Dad. It's like there's a major league campaign to feminize the, the men going on in Europe. I don't know what the hell they think they're doing. But, uh, well, besides that, besides what's happening in Sweden, what's happening in Finland, what's happening in Germany, uh, where all these uh, increasing, high increasing numbers of rapes that are occurring to to their women. Another thing is that that a little, uh, a lot of people do not know about Europe is that basically there's a lot of uh, hate laws, things that impede you from doing anything that can. Oh right, 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 right. First of all, you don't have access to guns. You don't have access to guns because only you're restricted to that. And number two, if you if you incite or you you fight against some of these individuals, basically they're going to call you that you're you're a racist or you can go to prison. You can go to prison for that. So basically, there's no freedom of expression in Europe. At all. Oh yeah, yeah. That that goes along with their feminization of the men campaign that seems to go on to the continent. Although my son did tell me he was he was running around with some Bulgarian guys. He said the Bulgarian guys seem to be pretty normal. You know, normal by you American standards, you know, red blooded, uh, you know, not not looking for trouble but will protect your loved ones if necessary. Um and he, he was shocked at the Italians, the English, the Germans, the French, and and you know my 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 son he 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 was in Europe to school for free because he's a genius, and uh, he told me he forced a, a a discussion one time. He says that they, there was about ten of us, you know, about seven different countries represented, and he brought up he says. Someone walks into your house to take your TV. What do you do? And only one of the other European men there objected to that. The others are like, well, we don't want violence. We don't want this. Maybe he needs it. You know, all this, what we call in America, mealy mouth, uh, you know, baloney. And it, he came back really uh, shocked at the European male. And he, of course, uh, conscripted me with that opinion. Well, the thing, the thing also is that in Europe, you have the situation where a lot of these European countries are in, 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 in dire financial crisis because no. of, of the, uh, the European uh, economic crisis. So, a lot of the a lot of the people that are basically in control of the post control of their countries do not have that control because it's the European Union that has the ultimate position in any any anything that they do. Yeah, well, it, that's uh, as how long the European Union lasts. Um, I know the the British are pulling out. Other countries are talking about it. Uh, we'll see what happens with that, but. Uh, you know, Ruben, I could uh, on the air or in print give a, a pro or con argument about a European Union, but uh, it looks like that whole thing was just set up so that the the uh, puppet masters would have easier control. You know, instead of having to deal with uh, eighteen, twenty-one nations, you know, they only have to deal with the EU Council itself. They easier exactly. control. You know, I'm, I'm afraid that's what happened. But, uh, you know, the concept of a, I could give you a pro argument for the concept of a European Union, but uh, the uh, puppet masters took all the good stuff out of that. And where are the puppet well, masters, it, whoever they are? Hmm. I, 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 from the very beginning, it's a concept that would not work because you have multiple countries 
multiple languages, multiple cultures, that's very hard to combine and come together as a union. Well, you know, take China, for instance, a country like China. They may have more dialects in the nation of China than they do in Europe, and China holds it together. That's what I mean. I I could give you a pro argument on it, but I'm not because – uh, I could see what's going on with the EU. EU. It's just done for the simplification of someone's control. Who I don't know. You know, I, I don't know, but someone well, it's, did it's, that. It's, 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 it's basically a lot of a lot has to do with uh, the Queen, the Vatican, all those all, all those organizations, the Queen, the King and Queens of, of Europe that basically control a lot of the European uh, European Union members. Well, isn't just the Queen of England it? I mean, there aren't there aren't that many royalties left. But you said something that'll set me off it, to show you. I feel the power and influence of these puppet masters. Don't forget this Pope that's in there now. You know, uh, uh, Pope Karl Marx the first. Um, <laughs> the the other Pope yeah. resigned. So. And now he that that other pope was forced to resign so that Karl Marx could step in so he could you know sing in harmony to uh, uh, oh you know President Ojakas who was president at the time uh, so that's the juice these people had that they were able to reach inside the Vatican and say you know what we we don't want this guy here we want another you know socialist Marxist. Uh, right. marionette in here, so get rid of that guy and put this guy in. That's the kind of juice that we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about. That's the kind of juice that formed the European Union, you know, for their control. The, that's the kind of juice that's fighting Donald Trump, because Trump isn't part of this crap. You know, he's a part of the financial world. He's real estate. He's construction. Uh, that's why this animosity, because the Americans elected Trump, and we upset the timetable that these puppet masters have for gaining complete control. You know, the, their uh, front man, Ojakas, is now gone. You know, I heard he went to some all-male retreat in the uh, Fiji Islands, <laughs> you know, in the South Pacific. Did yeah. you hear that? As a matter of fact, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the Students for a Better Future uh, Facebook yes, page. Radio. I'm going to post. I have a picture of President Obama in the Fijis, and I'm going to post <laughs> it right now. Wait, how can I? Where can I post that? I'm on your uh, our web page. Okay. I want to wait. Oh wait, post. Let me see. I want to put the picture there so everyone can see. This is inside information I have. Someone took a picture. Why isn't it letting me post, Doreen? I'm a member. I'm uh, trying to post. On, are, Students for a Better Future. Are you in the main website or Facebook page? No, I'm on the Facebook page because I want to post a picture. You're on the Facebook from, page. Yeah, it's a post from friends. And the last post on here was September last year. Oh, my God. Do we have another Let Facebook see. page? All right, anyway, I'm, I'm going to put able, it on. Uh, post in the, no, no, yeah, I do. You should post in the group. Here. Let's see. But yeah, as, as you guys are doing that, I, I want to bring up something about the sanctuary city. We moved away from the sanctuary city. But I yeah, think, I think one, of the things that, one of the things that is it's very, very um, positive is that uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, it's going, he's going to basically punish uh, the sanctuary cities, and and that to me is, is a positive sign that uh, that Donald Trump is keeping his promise to go after these individuals that in these cities that are basically taking all this money and utilizing it to protect I- illegals, uh, and and that to me is is it's a positive thing. Contrary to what happened last week with the health care bill, which I'm glad it, it, it failed because it was not any improvement or, or it was not a repeal. And to me, 
in that sense, uh, I'm glad it failed. Yes. Oh, oh well, I, it failed because uh, they wanted it to fail. But anyway, I posted the secret picture we had of President, ex-President Obama, not my president, at the, in the Fiji Islands at the Old Mail Retreat. I just posted it now. And there it is. It's studentsforabetterfuture.com Facebook page. There it is. There's my fault of ex your president, certainly not mine, Obama, in the Fiji Islands at his all male, whatever you want to call it, gathering. The picture is there. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that picture. <laughs> Yeah, that I is can't funny. Lock that son of a bitch enough. I just can't. So anyway, so yeah. that that picture, I can't tell you who sent it to me. It came from a uh, a Senate Intelligence Committee whistleblower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do you see the picture, Ruben? No, I have not. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, oh jackass in a ballerina outfit, mooning a whole bunch of men in the bathhouse. <laughs> wow! Yeah, you posted that. it on Facebook. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's, I'm looking at it. It's there, baby. Oh. Th- there it is, just now. There he is in his ballerina costume. You know, I, I gotta tell you, you know. Anyone who's listened to the show knows I'm an old New Yorker, and I, you know, I've worked places. I tell you, Ruben, where there was like five white guys over a hundred black guys. You know, I'm a, I've had no issues with any people of color whatsoever. But uh, this guy takes the cake. And back in the day, the black guys that I ran around with, they themselves, the term they would have used for Obama is jive ass, and the definition of a jive ass is. Some smart-mouth hey, punk don't, don't who's all mouth. <laughs> well, I only said ass. <laughs> and the description is someone who's all mouth, you know, someone's got a smart mouth and can't back it up. That, to me, is the perfect def- definition of Obama. Because, you know, he's so he's so smooth, this and that, that and this, but let's see how we would be on the street if someone walked up to him and slapped him in the friggin' face, you know, without Secret Service or this or that, with his little pencil geek arms. Like, if you recall, when he was first elected, we were shown these pictures of Obama shooting baskets, and he was an athlete, and isn't Obama, he's just so terrific. And then when they called him to the ball game, he couldn't even reach halfway to home plate throwing the pitch, the little sissy. So that's why I was very happy to post that picture of him in the ballerina suit mooning the men in the bathhouse. Because that's what I, I think of him. You know, because I've encountered lots of black guys like him in the city. And their own black guys squished them and squashed them and make them keep quiet. And and that's where I learned that expression from. You know, I didn't get it from the, uh, you know, Bircher movement or from the Ku Klux Klan. No, I got it from other black guys I was having lunch with. They go, that guy, he's just a giant ass. You know, and we all knew the definition of that. And that, that that's what Obama is. But apparently in Chicago, jive asses can get over it. In New York City, you can't. Well, you couldn't anyway. But uh, right. anyway, that's enough of that. But, uh, yeah, uh, the, the, it's just amazing that these puppet masters, whether it's the Vatican, whether it's the European Union, whether it's Washington, D.C., and especially whether it's the U.N., these SOBs have control, and thank God this country elected Donald Trump. Thank God. Absolutely. Uh, let, me ask you, let, let, let me ask you something about uh, in regards to Donald Trump. In your evaluation of the, almost the first 100 days, what's your overall analysis of, his, of what he's done? I think, well, first of all, he's done a lot. Uh, the press just isn't mentioning it, like you're talking about, like which Sessions came out with the other day. Uh, don't forget, like his second day in office, he put a hiring freeze on the entire federal bu- bureaucracy. I think he's doing a lot. Um, I think he's been betrayed and double-crossed so far. But I have faith in him because he's from the private sector. 
I'm from the private sector. You fool us once, just once. After that, we we get the hang of the ball game. He'll get the hang of the ball game, and uh, he's going to be as the months progress. I believe he's going to be even more and more effective. And uh, I'm happy what he's done so far. I'm disappointed that he was, uh, you know, double-crossed and sabotaged by Paul Ryan and his things and, and his crowd. You know, if you go on my Facebook page, did you know this? I, this didn't get out much. I posted it on my Facebook page, Mark Falzon, that like an hour and a half after they yanked the vote, Paul Ryan took a powder. He ditched his security detail. He had his own private security people. Someone followed him, took pictures of him getting in a car, getting out of a car at some residence that Obama was known to frequent outside of D.C. And they said he came out of the house all smiles and happy, got back in the car, and then went back to the uh, 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 congressional halls in D.C., so what the hell was that side trip about? And it's on my Facebook page, Mark Falzon. And right. Was, one, of, one of the things that uh, had me concerned about what Donald had said was the fact that he attacked the Freedom Caucus. The Freedom he did, Caucus. but he, you know what? For Donald Trump, the attack was uh, very mild. I mean, Trump can be like a saber-toothed tiger, and he right, didn't, right, right. didn't so really rip into let, them. Let, you know, let, he said some things, yeah, and I was the Mark, end of it. But Mark, Mark, the, the, the fact that we're, we have a group of 30 to 40 Freedom Caucus members that are very, very to the T into the book in regards to the Constitution, and what they promised the American people. Exactly. It was, not, it was not about amending some things in uh, Obamacare. It, it was about full repeal. Right, right. And, because, and that, for instance, it, it, in this bill, you know, in this bill, the mandate state, you know, the, the boilerplate government-issued insurance policy was going to be maintained? What kind of crap is that? That's the whole fucking problem with these things. Again, Mark, and Mark you, you just said something very important. Again, that's what, that, that's what was concerning me because uh, Donald Trump and Mike Pence and a lot of the establishment <laughs> Republicans were in favor of this health care plan. That's a huge concern. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you, I look at the Freedom Caucus as our 300 Spartans. They exactly. held the pass. They, they, yes. they, 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 they held off the Mongol uh, infidel hordes uh, from winning the day in D.C. And my hat's off to them. I got no problem with them. I mean, how can you say for eight years you're going to repeal and replace Obamacare and then submit legislation that maintains that damned uh, mandate? You know that yes. you got to. You know, senior citizens have to have maternity care. Uh, you know, young people have to have uh, I don't know what and 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 all, all, all sorts of crap. Uh, we don't want that. I don't want any pointy-headed idiot, arrogant, condescending in D.C. telling me what the hell kind of insurance I have. Mind your own damn business. You know what? I mean, Washington, D.C. hasn't had a budget in, what, nine years now we haven't had an annual budget? They they, they just roll along with these, uh, you know, six and four-month little uh, uh, bills just to keep the uh, government going. They, ever since Obama got in office and the Democrats held uh, both houses of Congress and the White House, we have not had a budget. We have been operating and functioning without a budget for nine years now. That's why I was very happy. Like, for instance, you asked me, what do I think about uh, Trump? He, he already submitted a budget to do a Congress. I don't know how they're going to field it, uh, field it. I don't think they're going to cooperate with it because he's doing the things he said he was going to do on the campaign and these DC slobs don't like that. You know, right, they right. they want to maintain control. They want the money coming in. 
whether you're Maxine Waters or a Bush Republican, you know, you have the same attitude towards government, bigger, 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 bigger. Right, and 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 I totally I totally agree that he uh, what he what he said on the campaign trail, and what he's doing, he has kept his promise. But I was I have to be honest with you, man. I was very disappointed in in Donald Trump when he said that he agreed with the current way the American Health Care Act was set up. <laughs> the, you know, saying that 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 that, that, that you know, if you guys don't vote on it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you guys. A threat. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, I know, but I believe I believe Ruben. He was being lied to and, and lied and whispered in his ear by these Ryan sluts. Uh, and also, again, I'll reiterate. You know how Donald Trump, when he when he, someone ticks him off, uh, he goes after you like a tiger. I found his condemnations of the Freedom Caucus lukewarm and half-hearted. Now, I just saw before the show, I just saw Trump on TV talking about health care. He's not giving up on it. And if I were him, I wouldn't give up on it either. I'd make, I'd tell these guys, you know what? You've got to lock yourself in a room, and you've got two days, and you come out with something that all the Republicans agree on. Screw working with the Democrats, because I don't recall the Democrats ever saying we have to work with Republicans. Screw them. Well, well, you know what? I, Close the door, let it snow, leave them outside in the snow, and let the sons of guns freeze to death for all I care. But uh, right. he, he, he has he to did, do that. He did, he, he, did mention, he did mention that after his you know, experience with the Freedom Caucus, that he would go ahead and work on a bipartisan with the Democrats. That yeah, I, I really think that was just PR yeah. BS. I, I think that he was just it was just PR posturing again. I found his combinations lukewarm and half-hearted. Uh, so I hope, uh, I hope you're right. You know, and also right. it was the day that it happened. I think he was stung by this. You know, he was shot. I I think he's coming to the realization that quote these guys jobbed me. These Republicans jobbed me because unless you're getting rid of that damn mandate. Uh, repealing and replacing Obamacare don't matter. Get rid of that goddamn government boilerplate policy. That is such crap. That is why I've been upset with Obamacare. Let me tell you, I've been to D.C. almost protest while this legislation was being discussed. Uh, I, I was down in D.C. outside the Capitol building for days with thousands of other patriots. Uh, I've been fighting this from day one because what many people don't realize is that when Hitler came into power, the first thing he did was socialize the uh, medical system. And uh, for our students who are listening, no, Hitler was not a right winger. Hitler was a national socialist. See, the problem... The problem yes. the socialists had with Hitler, he was a national socialist. Uh, we have two types of socialists. The nationalist ones like Hitler, the nationalist ones like that guy in uh, uh, in the former Yugoslavia that NATO and Clinton were bombing. Uh, that guy, he was a national socialist. They like the international socialist. National socialist, no. International socialist, see. So that's why they didn't like Hitler. That's why they teach that, oh, he, Hitler's on the right wing. No, he's not. He was a freaking socialist. And that was the first right. thing Hitler did, right. socialized medicine. That's why I've been fighting this from day one. Yeah, right. He was the, right. to the right of the communists. That's where he's to the right of, because well, communists yeah, are then, to the left then again, of, uh, of that. Anyone is to the right of the communists, for God's sake. The communists are the radical yeah. leftists. So anyone is going to be more towards the middle of the spectrum, and a national socialist fits that bill because a national socialist is concerned with his country. He doesn't give a damn about expanding socialism into Africa or Asia like the Soviets did. You know, during Jimmy Carter's presidency, for instance, uh, the the Russian socialist, Soviet Marxist, were taking over nations up until uh, Jimmy Carter was kicked out of office. Nation, and for instance, some of them go, like what? 
time, you know, what nation? What are you talking about? I'm talking about specifically Angola and Mozambique, where in Angola, the Russians even sent Cuban troops in to help assist uh, squashing the population that was trying to rise up against the uh, communists. The, the Soviets said, nope, we're international socialists. We're bringing in hardcore Cuban troops. And it, th- yes. that, that's what happened over there. I'm finished. Yes. <laughs> you, no, this is just, I, I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know, we, we, we have the sanctuary school. cities, terrorists and now, the court, you know. The now, how about, then that you have this other issue with, with, with these illegals. These guys who are like in their 30s and they're walking in here, yeah, I'm 14 years old, and I shave twice a day, and they're putting them in the eighth grade with these younger students who are at their mercy. This is ridiculous to this point now. And what, I mean, what do you say to the victims of these illegal felons and the crimes they're committing? What do you say to these people? i got to tell you, God forbid something happens to someone in my family, I, I'm going to go back poop crazy. And uh, it's all going to happen in one night. You know, it's going to be like the night of the long knives. I will go insane. Wait a sec. You're telling me that you don't want to cooperate with the federal government to deport illegal felons. You know, this is the whole thing with the argument, the fear-mongering. Oh, you know, the four-year-old baby's going to be torn from his mother's arms, and the mother's going to be sent to Mexico, and the baby's going to starve to death. Oh, kiss my fanny with that garbage. We're talking about criminal felons. Hello. And, and you know the thing I don't understand? Why isn't, like, say, in the Mexican community, why aren't they standing up going, yeah, him, he's a criminal. Get rid of that guy. Why aren't they even cooperating for their own safety? What the hell has happened to common sense, Ruben? Well, I have to tell you, a lot of the, 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 the illegals that you are watching, the majority of them are not Mexican. They're, they're from Central America. They're Hondurans, uh, Guatemalans. I know, so, but every, every oh, time I see a demonstration, I only see Mexican flags being waved. I, I you know, true. and I have that to be honest, true. I don't know what a Guatemalan flag looks like, but I only see the Mexican flags. Right, no, and 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 there is, there is, there is, uh, there is Mexicans, but the, the the number of illegals that have been caught crossing from Mexico into the United States have been um, Central Americans. The reason I know that is because my wife's cousin's husband is a border patrol officer in 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 one of the border uh border uh cities and he told me he said there's a lot of central americans that are the ones that are basically trying to sneak into into the u.s yeah these poor people because they have to get through mexico and the mexican illegal immigrant laws are you want to talk about nazi-like Look at the damned immigration laws for Mexico. They're draconian, and they direct it towards towards the Central Americans. They build walls in southern Mexico. You know, they're telling us not to build a wall, but no, leave that on. They they tell us not to build walls, but yet they're, they're... they see his little ants building walls on their southern border. Uh, it, it's, it's pathetic. There's no common sense. It's just deceit and fear-mongering, and that's what ticks me off, and I'm sure that's what ticks off a majority of the American population. It, you know? Yes, it's like, Hold on here. Our veterans are homeless, and people are showing up from uh, Costa Rica or wherever, and they're getting free room and board and dentistry and medical and pocket money and food and this and that. What that and, and the cost of that is exorbitant. And, and, and you, you know, I, I was I, I have four sons. I was with one of my sons last week, and he was having his taxes prepared. And I wanted to sit down with him and watch what was going on. He can't afford the Obamacare plan here in New Jersey. It's prohibitively expensive. They have some idiot in Washington 
says, oh, yes, this young man who earns $21,000 a year who works part-time, goes to school full-time, has to pay $300 a month with a $4,000 deductible. Guess what? That's not happening. So he had to pay a $700 fine when he did his taxes because he couldn't afford the thievery of this Obamacare. And the the thing is, the fact that these Democrats completely ignore the fact that I figure it's got to be almost 100 million Americans groaning under the cost of this fraudulent legislation. It's fraudulent, for God's sakes. It's thievery. And my son was happy that he only had to pay 700 He told me, Dad, he says, look, the premiums would have been 2100 The deductible was 4000 Uh So happily, he doesn't have any health conditions. So any trips to the doctor, he would have been paying out of his pocket anyway, like he does now. Only he would be paying a $300 premium on top of it a month, which he can't afford. It's ridiculous. In the meantime, you're looking at me and telling me I have to let these millions of people in here that come here illegally, whether they cross the border or overstay their visas, and we have to pay for all of this? Well, American men, I don't care what color they are, white, black, even Latino, are are being squeezed by the tax man to pay for these giveaways. It's effing obscene. Go Trump. Drain the swamp, both Republican and Democrat. Because guess what? The Democrats aren't the only boogeyman in the woods. Plenty of Republicans in there too. No, you're, you're right. You're, you're, it's, uh, it's, it's it's a very corrupt system, and and and, and we got to clean it out. Uh, now, how do you what do you what do you see um, the situation with uh, this whole Russia? Obsession that the Democrats have with It's the a Russia. smoke screen It's a smoke screen They lost They got their head handed to them You know it, it, It's like two armies in battle And one of them just got their clock cleaned So they set fires and whatnot To make smoke To try and cover their escape That's all this is This is absolutely ridiculous And you know what And I have nothing but respect for Nunes Our, our Latin brother by by yes. by the way, from California, yes. who's standing yes. up mm-hmm. and saying now now the Democrats want him to recuse himself. Kiss off. That was a major league mistake session made. He should have told them, Go poop in your hat. I'm not recusing nothing. Uh it's it's ridiculous. It's absurd. You know what? Because here's why, Ruben. Let's say I'm the leader of Russia. Mm-hmm. Who do I want to be the president of the United States, my predominant adversary? Do I want a woman who I've already bought and paid for, a a prostitute who I've already paid for and availed myself of her services, or do I want the guy who wants to rebuild the U.S. military and nuclear arsenal? Um, You know what? I think I'll take the uh, female prostitute that I've already bought and sold. You know know what's laughable? You know what's laughable? Uh, Mark Doreen Luther. Yeah. When 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 they talk about that that the Russians and Putin, you know, he hacked into and and, 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 and you know basically gave the election to Trump. Yeah, ridiculous. It's funny. It's fun, it's ridiculous because if that was true, Putin would would have hacked, so Obama wouldn't have been elected for the past eight years. That would have been that. That's yeah, the perfect you know, answer. Threat. Yeah, because uh, I I saw a, a quote by Putin, and he said dealing with Obama is yeah. like playing chess with a pigeon. He walks all over the board, yeah. knocks over the pieces, defecates on the board, and flies away. So uh, I think if I were Putin, yeah. I would have wanted Hillary because she would have continued to drain the military of finances to pay for right. these these dishonest, obscene thieving social programs, uh, why would he want Trump as president? This is absolutely ridiculous. No, I want the uh, slut. You know, I want the uh, political slut who's got a price tag on her because these Soviet leaders, uh, excuse me, they aren't Soviet, these Russian leaders certainly have enough money 
uh, because, you know, they aren't the best guys on earth. They're, uh, uh, you know, oligarchs in their economy, uh, consolidating everything underneath them and draining their, their civilian populace. Um, but uh, Trump is, is, is a realist. He sees the world as it is. Yeah, and Hillary Clinton Mark, we got to wrap up. Okay. All right. Well, I'm done. Listen, thank you very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad I didn't have to debate some of the female Marxists that Ruben likes to invite on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Ruben, do you want to do the closure? Go ahead. Definitely, definitely. Well, after a hectic week of health care what reform, which never went anywhere, and a message from the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, on punishing the sanctuary city. I think we have we have we have won and lost in the last two weeks. But at, at the end, I think we'll, we'll we'll end up winning a lot more than losing. Oh yeah, we just lost a healthcare battle. The war is far from over, and yep. I expect to win. I, I, Trump is going to get the best of these guys yet. He's he too is. smart for these. Okay. And he's too okay, smart guys, and honest. Um, go ahead, Doreen. Yeah. Okay. We have to go. Um, again, we're going to continue with this great discussion. Um, we'll see everybody next week at the same time. Thank you, Mark, for coming uh, on. And I'd like to thank our listeners for listening. And thank you and good night. All right.